you know, it'd be really good if you, when you go back to live, if you could have some of the uh, advantages of Zoom, like muting. Yeah, it would be pretty nice. When I start going into a giant soliloquy and mute it, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, welcome everybody. Um, I don't know if there's anybody new here to this, to this Zoom. Uh, hopefully you're all familiar, but not too familiar with the uh, concept of non-duality. Uh, the concept of non-duality really sort of infers any studying or investigating um, understanding to what it's negating, the, the duality, yeah? So there really are basically duality meetings. And hopefully, if it, if it works well, there'll be a sense of non-duality while attending the duality meeting. Instead of not knowing that you're in a dualistic structure while listening to non-duality. Yeah. So this way we just switch it around. Let's listen to duality with the hopes that we're hearing it from non-duality instead of constantly hearing about non-duality from duality, because it obviously hasn't worked. If you've been to, if you see going to meetings is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But just like meditation is fine. But when I used to find myself meditating for 13 hours, there had a been, there was some drive, there was, there was a belief I was going somewhere. Yeah. That Paul, by doing this extreme amount, was going to arrive somewhere. That's what we're really questioning. Meditation, all like everything is fine at the right place at the right time. It's how it's being, what the meaning it's been given, you know, what is it, what does it mean to that which comes before it? So, and that is the idea of the meditator. And before that is obviously there's no meditator or meditator or anything. So the, what we just try to stress in these talks is more about, uh, let's say an activity that we're not uh, aware of that goes on and it goes on so quickly that before you know it, it's established. And then we're starting to see from a dualistic manner and everything is held in a dualistic way. And therefore there's no way to really see there's just verbing. There's always a looking for a noun somewhere. So this penchant or this drive to make a lot of two out of nothing uh, isn't going to change its stripes, so to speak. Yeah. Like they would say, you can't paint legs on, you know, legs on a snake or you're putting lipstick on a pig. Just the, the point is, is that this can't be a vehicle like everything else has been. Non-duality is not a vehicle. Yeah, Buddhism has been seen as a vehicle. Uh, yogurt is seen as a vehicle. Um, Christian uh, mysticism is seen as a vehicle. So these vehicles always include the idea that it's you going to have these experiences to arrive at 
the absoluteness of you or the complete absence of you. But most of the time, knowing they're not, the activities in that direction are reinforcing the you that they're meant to sort of destroy or bring to light that there's nothing there. And Ramana says it so beautifully in a lot of ways. And the one we use a lot is um, there's that there's an assumption or a presupposing. So when it's assumed or supposed by the mental activities, it's presupposed. In other words, it gets projected before everything. Yeah. So when the assumption um, when the assumption of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, a thing that's actually generating its own life and it's the one that's conscious, that presuppose, when that's supposed, it's presupposed. So, and the supposing comes after verbing, yeah, which is the basic, the basis of verbing is seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching and they're verbing without a noun, the mental state claims that activity to use it to imply a noun. That also comes after the verb. But if, it's, if it lands correctly, it's presupposed to be before the verb. And then in that case, now all the verbing to get out of the noun reinforces the noun, yeah, from that point on. So it says, yeah, there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing wanting to get salvation for the non-existent thing. Obviously, there's been a, mis, uh, a misidentification with the existence quality attributed to the thing. So the thing is non-existent, but there's an existing quality, let's say, moving through it. There's a hand in that glove but then the mental state is of the glove and interprets everything from the gloves point of view, basically seemingly in a complete forgetfulness of the hand. So then it can go to such an absurd length that the hand, AKA glove, starts searching for itself as a glove, yeah? Which only reinforces the glove. So how can that which reinforces the glove destroy the glove? basically. So it says, there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing that wants to get salvation for the non-existent thing. If this is the case, its spiritual practices themselves, all of its practices really, themselves, but the spiritual practices are usually given a special meaning that they're going to lead me out of this dilemma, or they're going to destroy the dilemma, or liquidate it, or vanquish it, or whatever, are actually being used to reinforce the non-existent thing. Who would have thunk? Who would have known? Well, now we do. So uh, it's sort of like the thing with that Zen saying we talk about, you know, first there is no mountain, then there is a mountain, then there is no mountain, right? Mm. But but what was it? No, it's actually first there is a mountain, then there is no mountain, then there is a mountain. That's the drag. So what we're saying is we're not leading it to a different result. We're putting something before it. So before it really is first, there is no mountain, period. Yeah, that's the fact. Then there's an appearance that there's a mountains. Wow, yeah. 
some of the aspects of the mountains seem to bother us. So we want to get out of the mountain somehow or get off the mountain. So maybe we do some shit. Something happens and we feel like the mountain has disappeared. Hallelujah, success. But inevitably, the mountain appears again, which is the drag. So you can hear it nowadays where people will say they have had a, an awakened experience and somehow they've lost it. So the awakened experience was there is no mountain. Hallelujah. Incredible. I'm having joy and everything like that. But then like a fucking, you know, irritating little gnat or something, the mountain appears again. And so it immediately invalidates what we thought we had achieved or acquired, which is the, the non-mountainness, all based on the premise that there was a mountain to begin with. We're talking about there is no mountain to begin with. Yeah, so it's, so when there's an appearance of the mountain, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the whole point. See, the, the relief from mountain, no mountain, and mountain is, is there's no mountain. So first there is no mountain, then there's a mountain, yeah? Not, then there's, the mountain is real, and then it disappears only to repeat it, to re, reappear again. No, the, the first mountain in that little riff is not true. It's, there is no mountain, and then there's a mountain, and then there's a hope for no mountain, and then there's the mountain again, which causes a huge drag when the mountain appears again, but it won't if you start at the first point where there is no mountain, yeah? They'll be included. The appearance of the mountain will be included with the non-appearance of the mountain. You'll have phases in your life where the mountain will not appear for you, yeah? You'll be riding high, but there won't be any identification with that. That's the joy. So when the mountain appears again, it doesn't have the crushing blow that it does when you don't want it to appear again. Yeah, because you're, the appearance of the mountain is just what the first one was, an appearance of a mountain. Yeah, looking at it from no mountain, so there's an appearance of the mountain, so fucking what? Yeah? <laughs> you know what I mean? Get over it, so to speak, yeah? Why? Because you're rooted in there is no mountain. There is no mountain. There was no mountain when it appeared. There was no mountain that disappeared. And therefore, there's no mountain that's appearing, yeah? Even though it seems to be da-da-da-da-da. That's where the relief lies. The relief is inherently available. It's not brought about by anything. The relief is not brought about by anything. It's lent to everything from, from the inherent nature, yeah? The relief isn't acquired when certain things have been removed. The relief is always available at all times, yeah? Because it's an inherent state. There is no, in like the Course in Miracles, I don't know if anyone's engaged with it or not. I haven't seen it in a long time, but they used to have an interesting concept, which was uncaused effects, yeah? So people are suffering a lot of uncaused effects. Now, what the hell? How could an uncaused effect be real? Yeah, exactly. So if you see that all effects are uncaused, 
then the reality or the wallop they carry lessens, yeah? Not because you learn how to faint and get away from the blows and do some like Aikido and Chi Tai Chi, but no, they're on, they're on cause effects. In other words, dreaming, 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 yeah? And you have a taste of dreaming when you wake up in the morning, yeah? The only reason why the dreaming that was taken to be completely real while in the dreaming, unless there's lucid dreaming, usually it's taken to be completely real, that reality, no matter how real, gets dismissed as soon as you wake up. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, you could have been sweating and running from this fucking dreamt tiger, and as soon as you wake up, you stop running, yeah? <laughs> the, the sweat stops getting produced, the adrenaline goes down. You don't go, I'm gonna bring the adrenaline down. I don't start chanting, there is no tiger, there is no tiger. It's obvious there was no tiger, yeah? Because of what? Because you're seeing it from another state, an awakened state, let's say. But the awakened state that calls the other state a dream is another dream, as Ramana would say. It's the dreaming, it's another dreaming state called the awakened dream, yeah? So during the day, we're having the awakened dream, and because there's not a good memory of the night dream, it doesn't negate the awakened dream. As the awakened dreaming negates the night dream, the night dream doesn't negate, it does negate while you're in it, but it doesn't negate it, yeah? It doesn't carry through. So the one seems to have more time involved, and it carries more weight, which is the awakened dream, yeah? But it's a dream nonetheless. Its, its effects are causeless, yeah? So they're being dreamt. They're appearing to be so to us. The word seemingly means it's appearing to be true or false to us, you see? That which is appearing doesn't have any meaning. It's given meaning by the observer of it, or the experience of it, or every, whatever you want to call it. But it's lent a meaning. In other words, in recovery, we have a statement, we have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. At one point in my life, that condition was completely hopeless, mind and body. That's how it was appearing to me. Then I entered recovery, and it did not appear to me that way anymore, because I was recovering from it. Yeah? So that hopeless state of mind and body wasn't a hopeless state of mind or body. It was appearing to be a hopeless state of mind or body, which is the truth about everything. Yeah? So the relief isn't that the mountain disappeared. The relief is there was no mountain to begin with. So, yes, the appearance of the mountain is an appearance, the disappearance is an appearance, and the reappearance is an appearance but there is no mountain, yeah? That's where the relief lies. That's where you can rest. That's where, that's where we're established, yeah? Yeah, you cannot get established in what's not so. It's quite temporary, yeah? But you, you are established in Watso, yeah? And nothing that has appeared is changing that fact. 
Could you imagine how you would travel if a little of that surety or being convinced on that level followed you into this little affair? You travel lighter without any thought or effort on your part. You would just observe it in time that you're traveling lighter through this whole event. And you don't have thousands of skillful means. You've passed the skillful means. They were useful when they were needed. Now they're not needed. So this whole point, as we're seeing non-duality, non-duality is a negation, a negation. The affirmation of non-duality comes from the recognition of duality. That's where its affirmation lies. Non-duality doesn't need to affirm a damn thing. What we see is what we're not, and in seeing what we're not, and you know what? You don't see what you're not. You see the activity that implies what you're not. And then you recognize you've been engaged in that complete activity to imply what you're not. There is only what we are, that's it. There's no what you're not, yeah? But it's just an extension of what we are in a manifestation called duality. So in duality, what you are can have a certain, like a shadow or a reflection called what you're not, yes? And in this case, the what you're not has gotten taken a lot more interest and attention. And basically, it seemingly has forgotten what's casting it, yeah? So the shadow believes it's an inherent, long-lasting, independent thing. It doesn't see the, or recognize that it's being cast by what is, yeah? And so the shadow's running around like it's what is. But it ain't. So there needs to be a seeming correction. When the correction is entertained, it show, it's revealed you didn't need a correction because there was never a what you are and what you're not. There's never been two, yeah? We're using the two to negate something. That's all. There's never been two. The thief and the policeman are you, yeah? You're the whole show, completely, yeah? Now, you know, maybe if you saw that that punch that was punching you all the time and you had a huge story about it, if you could recognize that and follow it and see it comes from you, then maybe there would be another possibility. Maybe you would stop, who knows? <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe... <laughs> If you see what you're not is as what you are, there won't be any vanquishing it or fighting it or I've got to, I've got to, you know, fucking train it or discipline it. It's not so. It's just. It's like all the attention doesn't go to the, to, to the middle finger anymore. It moves, and then you realize you see a much larger panoramic event going on. You see all the little breaking things into differences, like minutes and seconds and that. You, it loses all emphasis. Days just go from, not even from one to another. It just goes on and on and on and on until it doesn't, you know? I mean, so... <laughs> You can't say when you got on, you can't say when you get off, 
It's just going, 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 going. I mean, to me, the more this is entertained, it's not the more it entertained, it's just entertaining itself more. You really come out of the fucking mental cocoon of noun and verb, and you just feel like a verb, you know? You just, things are happening. There's thoughts, feelings, and, you know, hearing things constantly all day. <laughs> So yeah, it would be great if we could just say, oh, you're that. But see, there's an activity that you're that is involved with, which is taking itself to be something else. And what happens is that's usually the first one at the dinner table. So the first message, whatever message is being offered or, or put out, it's the one that says it ate it first, you know? So we need to notice this, or if we don't notice it, it's going to produce an effect through our ability because we are the cause of all causes. We are the causes, cause of all effects. So without knowing it, we're going to be causing an effect. Yeah, the, the effect will be the lion, no matter how many times it hears it's a lion, is hearing it as a sheep. Yeah, so screw the, tell, you know, talking about being a lion, let's talk about the sheep. Yeah, the sheeping. Let's see. And so hopefully the lion will see that it's been engaged in an activity called sheeping. Yeah. That's claiming to be the hero of every message. Then it will realize why it hasn't got the message on the lion because it makes no sense. In fact, that the lion can't get the message. It's a lion. Yeah. It's so obvious when it hears the this message, which is, oh, the lion has been taking itself to be a sheep. So everything it's done is being claimed as a sheep. Everything it's hurt, and I'm, this is called non-duality, hasn't escaped that netting, yeah? Everything that's been heard has been heard as a sheep. And therefore, there's no point to keep, you're not gonna chant sit for a week pointing at each other. You're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion. It's not gonna work. It doesn't work, yeah? It does. It doesn't, the more you hear the message doesn't mean you're gonna get the message. Being a lion shouldn't take 8,000 repetitions of you're a lion. There's something that's take, it's like diverting the message, it's not getting through, so to speak, yeah? So therefore, there's gotta be a new way to phrase the meetings or the phrase the presentation because the presentation of, you're not a body to a body programming isn't going anywhere. It just confuses you completely because you're getting the message as a body. <laughs> so someone's coming and telling me I'm feeling like a body all day and they're telling me you're not a body. What the fuck? Yeah, I may want to believe it, but as a body, it's not going to gain much traction. It isn't. You can send you as a brain body to a, to a year long you have no free will retreat. And as soon as you leave, you're gonna think you made a choice at Starbucks. Probably because the programming is you have free will. It's the programming. We didn't just fall upon it. It's the programming of this whole event of, of the imaginary non-existent thing. The non-existent thing is programmed to believe it has free will, yeah? And so when it catch, hears the message, 
there is no free will, it just confuses the hell out of me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bypass it. Why do you want to waste any more time talking to the sheep about being a lion? Yeah? Let's talk to the lion about being a sheep. Maybe this is a better way. I don't know, or at least another way. I went to talks. I heard what happened. Intentionally or not, it was leading me to thinking of something like I'm all I am is consciousness. <laughs> but it was being trying to be held as a body brain. It just didn't work, yeah? So, yeah, that's all today. You, anybody want to raise their hand? Put that hand down. Thanks, Paul. That was good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Will the real right. Paul stand up? Mike? Kerry wants to ask a question. Yeah. I got some, Paul. It's not really a question, but all that I could think of today, and I was just laughing about there is no mountain, there's a mountain. All that I could think about, there is no wife, there's a wife, <laughs> there's no wife. <laughs> but then there's a wife. <laughs> you can say that about it, you can say that about a job, a wife, a life. Um, I don't know. It just, that's all I got, which I just wanted to share. Thank you. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> but you see what we're saying. The assumption very, to me, is very casual that the reality is there's a mountain and then there's no mountain, but then there's going to be a mountain again but I don't see the reality as a mountain. I see the reality is no mountain. Then there's a mountain that, and then there's a, there's a, an argument with the mountain. So I, I lean towards, I want no mountain. And I do tons of shit to get an experience of no mountain. And then suddenly, no matter what I do, there's the mountain again. How fucking frustrating. Yeah, but if you just take it back, there is no mountain. All right, see how it goes. See how, like, the wanting for it to disappear gets changed, yeah? Do you know what I mean? To, that desire for something that seems to be real not to be real, that gets changed, yeah? I saw when I came into recovery that most of my life, certain things really scared me when I was young. And so the activity that this, this programming went through was to try to make a lot of shit unreal. Yeah. Like people leaving me, my, my father dying, my grandmother dying. I wanted to make that shit unreal because it seemed unbearable to me. Yes. And so my, my head was busy trying to make shit unreal. And when I finally came to, I realized I was giving it all the reality it had. 
By me trying to make it unreal, I made it more real than fucking ever. Yeah? Because without knowing it, my solution was reinforcing the problem. Without knowing there's a presupposing or non-existent thing, your spiritual practices are reinforcing it, not destroying it. It's the same saying, yeah? Without knowing it. So we're, we're at least putting, see, we call it like the spiritual subpoena or something. You know it. You know you got a court date. Now, if you don't go to court and you get pulled over and you get arrested immediately because there's a bench warrant out for you not going to court, you, oh, what, what, what? You're not in the state of not knowing it. You knew it. You just didn't want to go to court. All right, then be freaking accountable. Yeah? So here, spiritual subpoena is served. Yeah? Yeah. Now, now you know. Now you know, maybe not well or only intellectually or you made it into something else you've heard, but now you've learned, know that there's an activity of a mental condition that's very, very fast. It's modus operandi is to claim whatever it comes in contact with and it uses what it comes in contact with to reinforce and support its narrative, yes? with most of the time us not knowing it. Now you do, yeah? And maybe, maybe where you'll see the results of that is in the wanting it not to be a mountain, yeah? And then getting so bummed out when it appears again. Maybe you'll chill out about all that, yeah? Yes, because we've taken out the basis of the whole aversion, hate, desire, want, yes? We've taken out, we've taken out the, the spring, yeah? We've taken out the, what, the piston that makes it go. We've seen it. That's what I'm talking about, the chilled outness. The chilled outness isn't like you look super chilled all day. It's a different kind of chilled outness. You know there is no mountain. Yeah, you do. Somewhere, there, somewhere in there, there's a very clear certainty there is no mountain, which allows you to walk through the appearance of mountain and disappearance of mountain only to appear again. It allows you to travel lighter through it. Yeah. Not, not, that, not because you become a master of, of sustaining there is no mountain period, because there's gonna be a mountain again. Yeah? No, you've, you've lost interest in it. You've lost interest in spirituality. You've lost interest in the need to be liberated. You've lost interest in, I'm gonna focus and concentrate and I'm going to get out of me. I'm going to escape this terrible condition I think I'm in. You, get, you lose interest in all that, yeah? And you know what? Like the giant mystical foot of God doesn't stamp you out. Yeah. You don't, all the thing that you were worrying about, if you just gave your permission to take it, take a Saturday off, doesn't come and haunt you. Oh, you know, the, all the boogeymen, the closet doors are open and all you see is your fucking pale shadow in there. Yeah. And now you, you don't, you're not, looking to get permission from someone else or from you or, some, or from God. 
you're, it's okay. Yes, you're just generally okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a nice way to, <laughs> it's a nice way to be. You're not gonna do yourself into it. You'll do yourself out of it, seemingly, but you're not gonna do yourself into it. No way, no, no way. All right, thanks, bro. Nico. Can you unmute yourself, Nico? Yeah, hello, hello. Hi. Nico. Hey, Paul. How are you? How are you? You hear me? Yes, I do. Well, I right. just want to say hello. Well, nice to see you, Nico. Yeah, nice to see you too. Uh, how are you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I just. No, I just want to say I'm for quite some some time now in this non-duality process or whatever, and it's it's all like you say basically. No, it it works in a way, but there is still this kind of. You know, this kind of catch that I think, you know, it's kind of, I, it, you come in the phase of like hopelessness of, I don't know how to explain it actually, you know, it's like you feel like shit and, and, uh, uh, and just, you feel like shit, you know, you, 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 you don't have the joy of the you before, you know, in one sense, the euphoria and, Everything is kind of a little bit dull, but it's not all the time. It comes just like a frame, you know, uh, and on, uh, and you're being mental, like you know, it's it's like so. I don't know how to anyway to approach to it, and even even approaching seems like uh, useless, you know. <laughs> well, let's say like Ramana said, you're in the tiger's mouth, right? So now, at this point, you're in the tiger's colon. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. You're in the tiger's colon, and all these juices are working on you, and you're being changed, really. Which is, it's a, it's a weird thing when interest and attention that you thought was yours and was about you and your life, when that's seen through. It's a little bit a bummer for the programming, yes? Because the yeah, programming yeah. keeps it going, just sort of like nature in the dreaming. Nature, in a lot of ways, its main drive is to reproduce, yeah? Yeah. And so a lot of things probably wouldn't look into that too much, so they make it really, really fun to reproduce, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. so that the, the main agenda gets completed which is reproduction yes yeah. Yeah. yeah so this is sort of like the selfing and the feeling of being unique and special it gives a lot of meaning that it loves yeah and when that starts when that rug is pulled out from underneath it it's sort of like a bummer it like flattens yeah. out yeah yeah yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not like one of those Coca-Cola commercials, or you know, this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, everything. <laughs> but this is a phase. 
It's not the way it stays. It's a phase, I feel, because the interest and attention gets redistributed, yeah? It gets pulled off of certain things, and then it's shuffled, and then it's put, it's dealt in a different way, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a real quiet joy in that. And there's a quiet, yes? But you're already in the tiger's colon, you know? So you might as well relax. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, no, you'll but the, you'll be shut out soon and you'll probably <laughs> in the long run. You'll be, you'll be, okay. You'll be quite happy about it. <laughs> okay. Right. Thank you, thank you, Paul, very much. I'm waiting for the tiger to take a bump. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. You're, you're, you're moving in there and fighting it is giving it uh, constipation. <laughs> okay, okay. Gotta, then you'll slide right out. <laughs> okay, but uh, but the, but the, the the fact is, you know, the 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 knowing side, you know, the the buck that wants to know, you know, it's like it's 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 not it's shut down, but then oh, again wakes up, like then yeah. you know this philosophy, that philosophy, all the time in getting the infos in the hope that you will get the click, but it mostly doesn't work, no? It, it, you know, it's yeah. mostly... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's sort of like what used to be, let's say, inspirational is sort of seen like mind candy now, yeah? Yeah, 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 like this. It produces cavity. Yeah. Yeah. If you eat too much of it, you feel really empty. <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, so, yeah you just read <laughs> off of all that stuff. Yeah, no one's saying it's a walk in the park. You know. No, okay, okay. But there's uh, again, it's too late to argue. You're in the tiger's colon. You know. I mean. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that. For that info. Yeah. Thanks, Nico. Anybody else want to raise their hands? I'll, I'll, oops, I'll mention how I like you mentioning the middle finger, how like combined with that other <laughs> thing that if you hold up a middle finger, you've got three pointing back at yourself, but you added follow the arm. And then I'll add and combine that with, but then there, there's no, you find no head. <laughs> yeah. So I added, there's a nice, uh, nice flow to that. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the meaning of the finger comes from the head, yeah? Uh, yeah, and then, you, and then, <laughs> No head that gives it meaning. If there's no head, well, there you go. <laughs> if there is no head, there's no finger, actually. Yeah? Mm -hmm. yeah. Whatever. That's what I'm going to do from now on. I'm going to oh, have people, I'm going to have personal uh, interviews. And instead of having an x-ray, I'm going to have an x-ray of a tiger. And uh, I'll point out where you are in your process. <laughs> you're in the mouth, in the colon, somewhere in the kidney or the pancreas. Yeah. And fucking out the anus. And then I'll give you my <laughs> estimate when I think you'll from finally be pooped out. 
<laughs> It'll be we can give you a we can do we we can do a thing you put on your iPad screen like you know in the plane when you take off they have that little plane and it's moving showing how slow you're going. We'll have a little picture of you moving through the digestive tract of the tiger. <laughs> <laughs> then you won't have to talk anymore. What? Then you won't have to talk anymore. <laughs> I think that would be cool. <laughs> so don't, hey, if you haven't, if your head has, hasn't been in a tiger's mouth, run. <laughs> See, but see, Ramana was, I felt he was implying that if you've heard this message or you're hearing this message, you're already in the tiger's mouth. Yeah, it's, it's over. Yeah. So why not just, you know. <laughs> Can you imagine if one day it dawned on you, you've been waiting to be free while you were free all along. <laughs> because you have ideas that you have no idea how much faith is in, that it, ha it would have to look a certain way for you to be authenticated as being free. <laughs> and then at the last moment, when you pass away, all the roles that you played as God, the judge, the this and that would be seen right through. Yeah. Yeah. Why not now, eh? You ready for Gary? I'm never ready for Gary, but go ahead. <laughs> Me neither. So I, I think I must be in the tiger's digestive tract here somewhere. Um, but I just wanted to say, Paul, that um, I, you were talking the other day, and I really appreciated you saying how I'm not, seeing what I'm not. It, uh, it, it struck a chord. It's like, well, that's, that's really all. In the sense, that's all I can do is see what I'm not. And that's most of what goes on all day long, what I'm not. Yeah. And it, I don't know, it's done at that point. And I can complain about the moments that where it seems like I'm all involved. But then I go back to that, you know, entertain the idea. Uh, the other thing I really appreciate is is how you tell us to be on to to notice that somebody wants to take credit for everything. That really helps. Oh, there I am taking credit for things again. Wow, that's a really it's not good you. thing. Remember that it's not you that's take trying to take credit. It's it's uh, it's a movement credited to you, but. It's just a movement, yeah. Or you can look at it as just put a small little A in front of the U and it would be a U looking to 
claim credit, yeah? Yeah. 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 The thing we're saying here, see, the seeing of what you're not is exactly the description of every moment of every day. We're seeing what we're not. <laughs> it's not like you come to a moment where you see what you're not. <laughs> There's the seeing of what you're not all day, as you were saying, yeah? So basically, people want to believe it's going to be a, a, an arrival or an event where they finally see what they're not. No, we're seeing what we're not all day. Actually, we are at all, but you know what I mean? We're not. And so it's available at every moment. Yeah. It's, it's not like some, we're not going to arrive there. It's describing an activity that we're in right now. We're constantly all day seeing what we're not. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. available is that? <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, I mean, it, I can share some observations. I swear, you know, K Paul, the, the channel I seem to have a subscription to, K Paul was about uh, 90 something percent news. Yeah. CNN, it's going to be terrible. You'll never be loved. Constantly like this. And there may be a few minutes of a few percentages of, of, make uh, laughing at other people. Now, basically the whole flagship has turned into Comedy Central. It's the same, it's the same information. It's just how it's held. It makes it completely different. That's our role here. Yeah. It's how we hold, how we hold. So you can describe self-centeredness because it's a way of holding life. It's a way of interpreting life. We've had tons of experiences of it. We can hold that and check it out. Yeah. We're, that is not our view. It's a view. Yeah. And so basically, ah, oh, jeez. And the warning is you may be tr using self centeredness to look at self centeredness. All right. That may not go well. Yeah. So this is what we're doing, is to see what we're not. Yeah. And then you'll realize that's all that we've been seeing because we can never see what we are. It's, an, it's not afforded to us, we are it. See, this is what people feel they've gotten gypped. They feel like they're completely gypped because they wanna have an experience of what they are. They wanna have an experience of the truth. But unfortunately, you are the truth. You are what you are. You, so basically, it's the mental state's withdrawal from that fact. That's when you have these periods of being bummed out. It really wanted to be here to get it. It does. It really wants to experience when people describe what we are, consciousness and love, complete love. It wants to have that. It does. And it's terribly disappointed when it finally has a rude awakening and realizes that it can't. Yeah. You're not going to experience what you are. You're not, it's impossible that you would have to be something else. And that's not the case. You can experience anything else, anything fucking else, 
but you can't turn that desire to experience on you. It doesn't work. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to be disappointed. And hopefully the disappointment and the frustration used by mind itself will put will be given some value. You'll realize the failedness of the system. You will. Yeah. And maybe you'll be bummed out a little while because you know what? Your, your moment of surrender may not be on a cliff with the west winds blowing your long hair behind you and having previous girlfriends and hopefully future girlfriends looking at you adoringly. Oh, look at him. He's surrendered. No, it's probably not going to, it doesn't look like that. Yeah. No one's going to recognize you in 7-Eleven. They're not going to drop their packages and ask, that, ask you to heal them. It may not go that way. It's just going to be dog shit awareness. You're awake to being awake. Yeah. That's in and of itself enough, really, completely. And this is what happens. You get weaned off of, off of the, these layers of desire by seeing that they're not your desires. Yes. There's just desires that are being claimed to imply you. Yeah. And you'll see those desires are always destined for frustration. Just like in Buddhism 101, everything is fucking temporary. That's why it's not satisfying. <laughs> what? Yeah. I mean, they spell it out. Yeah. That we're going to be bummed out quite a lot in this life if we hold and cherish these ideas that don't hold any water. That's not true. Yeah. So you grow up in non-duality. You do. There's a growing up because you get, you get sober. You have, a, you have a sober assessment of what is possible and what ain't possible. Yeah? And it's impossible. You're not going to be there to get it. You're not. If you want to delay this moment to, for that special moment where you finally get it, when you're there to get it, that's slavery. Yeah, because the inherent freedom is now, now, now. Yeah, if you want, if you want to, you know, you're not going on the flight. It's not personal. They just won't book two of you. They won't. Yeah, you've got that which you think is essential can be left behind. It's, it's not even a carry on. You can just leave it. Yeah, <laughs> and get on the fucking flight. Yeah. Or just realize you're on the flight already. <laughs> you're on the flight already denying that and wishing you were with that you were there to enjoy the flight. <laughs> the flight is from your ass, not with your ass. Yeah. <laughs> so this to me is just like a, uh, what would you say? Hmm. It would be like a non-organic, non-gluten-free, non-vegan joy. It's just joy, yeah? Not, nothing special. It's just like a, a relief that is quite relieving. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, just keep coming back, Gal. You're you're uh you can you can come out of the corner now. So you can come out of the corner. Yeah. Well, I okay. really appreciate you being
seen here in these squares, yeah. Thanks again, Gary. Uh, Jack had had his hand up, but maybe he went swimming. If he hasn't, go swimming, though. Yeah. I'm not swimming. <laughs> they used well, to be script. an Australian band called uh, Drowning, Not Waving. <laughs> waving, not drowning, one or the other. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I've uh, I've traveled to Australia for uh, for Dharma study. <clears throat> it's a beautiful place. Um, I, I've been having this thought the past couple days, and uh, first of all, thank you very much. The, these uh, uh, video uh, podcasts, whatever, have, have have been really helpful to me. And uh, they seem to, uh, the timing seems to be really good. And uh, which is a timing, a subject in itself. But um, what I've noticed is that, uh, well, something that kind of dawned on me is that it seems like as me, as the action figure, everything seems to happen that I don't want. And the things I do want to happen don't happen. So it, what really hit me is that that shows me that this, like that's the big joke. That's the divine comedy. That's why I laugh, you know, laugh at it. And it just shows me that everything isn't the way that I think it is. Do you, know, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It kind of proves to me that everything isn't the way I perceive it. Because I, I want certain things to happen. They don't. I don't want other things to happen, and they do. And it's uncanny. It's just uncanny how, how quickly. And it's, you know, I mean, it's all day long. But it just shows me that how my perception of things is, is not accurate. And it it happens so much that it's it turn it's just a fucking joke. I have to laugh at it, you know. And uh, I was thinking about you today, actually, and, and how you have these breaks of of silence and you just laugh. And I'm like, that's what he's fucking laughing at the divine comedy, the 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 whole thing that this whole picture. Well, I don't know that for a fact, but. In it, you know, it fit my narrative, so let's run with it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, but anyway, yeah, so I don't know. If you want to speak on that, I just raise my hand sometimes because no one else does, and, and uh, I just really like to hear this stuff, you know? Oh, That's yeah. all. So, Thanks. We, we, uh, we value your participation, so uh, what is it? I would think that, yeah, it's funny how life uh, – bleeds into us to inform us of things. I, uh, the information I finally got through living led me to believe I could turn my life over to a dog catcher and the dog catcher would do a better job with it than I would. And basically, the person who had the least amount of interest in me would be the best person to turn my life over. 
because they do a whole lot better job. So I got very early, I could see my own interest had a, had a different effect than I thought it would have or was having, yes? So you start and then let's say you run into a, a thing called the Course of Miracles and they describe and they emphasize dreaming quite a lot and their descriptions of dreaming start uh, categorizing a lot of your experiences and a lot of your observations are now moved under one banner. And uh, I saw basically uh, there's, a, there's a diagnosis I like in the course, which is you and I, it goes like this, you and I are the dreaming of the dream. Now I don't believe there's a dream. So let's say you and I are the dreaming of the dreaming. We forget that we're dreaming. Now that's interesting. So what is the vehicle for forgetting that you're dreaming? Yeah, well, taking yourself to be the dreamt, yes? So the dreamt uh, would never see that it was dreaming, it would be calling the dreaming real, yes? So the Course would say, first there's projection, let's say there's projection, which is the act of dreaming, and then there's perception. And perception is the act of the dreaming taking itself to be the dreamt, yeah? And now it's perceiving the dreaming as real, yeah? It's seeing things and solidity implies realness and stuff like that. So there's, it's a process. So the dreaming forgets that it's the dreaming by being identified as the dreamt and now is perceiving the dreaming and taking it to be real. So it goes like this, all right, so Dreaming, forgets that it's dreaming. Uh, in that state of forgetting that it's dreaming, it gives everything it's dreaming the power to affect it as the dreamt, yeah? You don't see it as our day. It's sort of like how the day goes. So we're forgetting in a very important aspect of what's going on. And now there's meaning being lent to things that aren't really things, yet now these things can apply an effect on us. They can get in our way, they can fuck with us, this and that. But in a sense, if you saw it from a bigger picture, you're giving everything all the meaning it has and, then, and you're giving something unreal the meaning of reality and now that reality can bite you in the ass, yes? So to me, that's an incredible diagnostic of what's going on here, yeah? And so what I found in furthering this stuff, it's pointless to talk to the dreamt about the dreaming because it will only hold the dreaming in its frame of being the dreamt. But it's very valuable to talk to the dreaming about the dreamt, yeah? So that the dreaming sees it's not the dreamt. And then now that all the meaning it was giving to things as being real can change, yes? Because the meaning that they were real was coming in, giving the meaning of the real dreamt, the dreamt real, yes? So this is made to be real and therefore everything else out there is real and vice versa, out there reality causes this to be reinforced to be real. Yeah, 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 like a symbiotic event. So this is how I see it. So that's why in a way, when I came into, re from reco into recovery, all of my strategies produce the exact opposite effects that they were drawn up to produce. 
Yeah. <laughs> so instead of protecting me, they were like dog whistles that would call uh, authorities to, to wherever I was in whatever I was doing. So I started getting arrested in so many weird ways. I had to see my role in it. Yeah. Because my friends weren't getting arrested <laughs> to the, as the way I was getting arrested. So I realized in hindsight that there's a lot of juice going out. And if that juice is directed from a certain position, it attracts undue attention from authorities. Yeah. That's just the way it was. So <laughs> as soon as I stopped drinking and using and giving that point of view fuel, I stopped having a very attractive quality to authorities. Yeah. It was just that fucking simple. So yeah. Yeah. I hope that hit something that you were saying. I don't know. Oh, it, it absolutely did. And I, um, so, so basically would this, would this hold true to what you were saying? If let's say someone is, um, irritating me, um, I can't, they cannot irritate me unless I'm irritated. Well, let's say it's, see, the thing is the, uh, there can be irritation, but there's no them or you, really. Yeah? Okay. See, people want to deny the irritation. I don't deny the irritation. There's a feeling of discomfort, but it's not me having it, and it's not you that caused it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. It's different. <laughs> see, people believe that if they rise to a certain case, case they're never going to feel disappointed. I don't think that's the way it goes. There'll be a feeling of disappointedness, but it won't be used to identify as the one who's disappointed. Yes? Okay. Yes? Yeah, yes. that's the traveling lighter. The traveling lighter doesn't mean you're gonna, you're gonna have great events all day, every day. Yeah, it means you'll travel lighter through whatever's happening. Yeah? Because the heaviness that's lent to what's happening is coming from us. So if you cut the, if you cut the, 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 if you limit the, the distribution center, there'll be less of the heaviness in your life. That's basically the case. Yeah. Awesome. See, see your real role here. Your real role is huge, huge, huge role. And so if, if that, which you call you changes, everything else changes. If you try to change everything else, You'll notice when you travel, we used to call them, uh, when you would just move to think, to believe everything would change, but you move and you're still there. Like I can, right. if I'm in Thailand for a sufficient amount of time, it reminds me of Burlingame, California. I mean, you bring yourself right. wherever you go seemingly. And that's right. what's lending the heaviness to fucking things. Yeah. So, and that, that can change because it's made up. You can sit here and you don't have to have a 10 year program of changing. You just lose interest in that. And that's a huge change. Yeah. So. Right. Thanks Paul. Yeah. Yes. Any other hands? 
guy went to sleep. That's good. This guy's asleep. They're all going to sleep now. Ay, ay, ay. There you go. <laughs> Richard is wide awake. Richard's wide awake. All right, where's Richard? Oh, there's Jay. Jay had such a nice share the other day. I'm happy, Jay, you finally showed up because uh, the whole intention of the website was to have Jays. It was. That's why we were motivated to put out a website and try to get the information out. Because I knew that there had to be some Jays around. They had to be. Yeah. I'm happy to be one. Yeah, it's funny because um, my spiritual addiction led me to non-duality. And when I got out of recovery, I was trying to reconcile AA and non-duality. And so a couple of years ago, I'm coming up on three years and I put in, I Googled reconciling AA with non-duality. And you came up, <laughs> which was just hilarious. And um, and I have Funny. to admit for, for certain that um, what used to absolutely dominate the experience turned into uh, like a, a sense of, oh my God, what am I going to do? turned into, wow, listen to this thing go. And, and I think that is the losing interest that you were talking about. It's like, there's a, like a loosening of the mind where it can think things and I, I don't feel like I'm weighing in on them, I guess, or, um, yeah. and it's, uh, there, it's it's freeing in in a lot of ways and on a lot of levels and I'm I'm very thankful for it and um, so thank you for 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 continuing to be available and um, it has made my recovery well to use your term it's uh, it's traveling later it's funny because. Um, a person in my home group brought up the term lifing for uh, as I guess the the other option to selfing and um, and that was just something I observed from her and what a cool thing that was just uh, like yeah that's that's what's going on when when selfing isn't going on so thanks thank you again yeah, and you know, the thing is, it's not that we're going to uh, try to train the thoughts to be lighter. We'll, there'll be a lightness brought to the thoughts. The thoughts are happening, yeah? But it's the audience's reaction that makes it what it is. That's where the change comes. All, all roads lead to us, all of them, yeah? All, everything. Like Ramana Maharshi would... You, that's the whole point of self-inquiry in one way is, is that if you follow, it's sort of like, let's say self, the activity of selfing and the imaginary one it projects, 
if you tie it with a little string, with self-inquiry, like, who am I? You'll follow it back to what is, because all there is is what is. So all, everything leads to, to Rome, and you may not think you're a Roman, but you're fucking in Rome. <laughs> all the time. So basically, maybe you'll, it'll dawn on you that you're Roman, more Roman all the time, but you are of Rome. So, because all, everything leads there. It does. I mean, all the mean, like the Course would say a statement like lesson two, you and I give everything all the meaning it has. That's describing us as a very big player here in the dreaming. And like it says, the Course says, it's not that we're in a dream. We are the dreaming. We are it. See, we're dreaming. We're not in a dream. We're not captured by a dream. We're not in someone else's dream. We're the dreaming. So if you think this is God's dreaming, well, you're God in a way because we're the dreaming. Yeah, we are it. Yeah, so, and of course, it inevitably becomes obvious after you follow even the most, the, the, the most relaxed, a nonchalant investigation always points here, yeah? It's very rarely pointing out. You can blame somebody and it, it doesn't withstand investigation. You notice it, but everything goes back, everything. So why isn't that obvious? There must be an activity that it is involved in to make it not obvious to itself. Because nothing could fool reality other than reality, obviously. There's no thing called an illusion. There's, oh, there's an illusion. Everything is inherently empty. There's no thing. There's nothing. It's all being dreamt or dreaming. So for, for the reality to seem to be fooled, it has to be in cahoots with it. So the reality is dreaming itself into this dreaming. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't need that understanding, but it, what happens with me, it, uh, you know, the, the mental state likes to leave a lot of strings uh, untied, you know what I mean? So to have a butt there to, to fall back on, or if only, or whatever. Well, this stuff ties a lot of the, the strings. You see that it's just, just a seamless event that's never stopping, never starting. It's always happening, but never happens. You know, it's just incredible. So, thanks, bro. Nice to see you. Likewise. Thank you. Richard. Nice to see Richard from, from uh, Highgate. Yes, Highgate. Where did we used to go to that? What was the coffee place? Crouch. Crouch End. Crouch. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to going to Crouch End. George. George is with his other, Miss Void. Miss Void has appeared. Nice to see you, Mr. and Mrs. Void. Barbara and Roman, Germany. Vlad. I'm just saying goodbye now, preemptively. We got BVOG. Nice to see you, BVOG. I'll just call you BV. Yeah, sure. it's, it's it's Brandon. It's all good. <laughs> nice to see you, Brandon. Yeah, yeah. Dennis, Dennis, nice to see you. Is this your son? 
Ah, nice to see you, son of Dennis. <laughs> we got David down there. Zoe, Natalie. Uh, let's see, that's Vlad. Yeah, that's Vlad. We got Mike, Kerry, Sharon, Jay. Mike is awake the whole time, Mike. That's a successful Saturday. Judith, Mickey, Hello. Nick, more or less. Uh, let's see, we got here Rob from Hawaii. Nice to see you, Rob. We got Phoenix. Phoenix. We got Michael. Yes, Chris. Yariv. Nice to see you, Yariv. Tom, you, you look like you're on the set of uh, Ex Machano 2, the science fiction movie. It's all white. You got a whole white room. I like that. See it? <laughs> Sky has resurrected. Sky's back. Yeah, nice to see you, Sky. Sukam, Supamya Macaulay. I'm just going to go with Macaulay. <laughs> Nico, I have trouble with that. Uh, Tom, Tom Amsterdam. Nice to see you, Tom. Gary, yeah, you only have an hour left, and then you got to go back to the corner. So make the most of it. We got Mike C. Mike C. A lot of people have guitars in their rooms. That's good. Mario. Mario's on the move. It's a little cloudy where Mario is. Huh. Rob Middleton. Rob is not the is but uh, I once went to this I once went to this retreat center. We used to call it the uh, uh, what was it? I forgot it. What was it? The middle way. It was the upper middle way. <laughs> they had incredible food. I right, I'm gonna tell a story. All right, you have five minutes. You guys ready? Five minutes. I did this retreat once, who did it, yeah, but I was at a retreat in Northern California and there was, you could do it for like a week or a month, there was different time going on. So I signed up for like a couple of weeks. So I was on my 11th or 12th day and it was, it was silent. You could talk to the teacher in the morning and then you just go wander around, meditate, in the in this in the meditation area or just do tai chi or shit so 13 hours a day you'd have to do meditation stuff so every day and we had three meals a day and uh so one day after about 12 days um there's like everyone's roaming around the hills you know walking meditation like two like vertical cows you know then at six o'clock they ring a big bell and every all the cows start going towards the food the food center. And so I got there first. And for this night, they put out ice cream. They hadn't put out ice cream any other night. And so I, I sat down and I watched everybody. Everybody walk in. They have this loving gaze. They look really beautiful. Then their eyes come upon the ice cream. And you could see the whole, they lost the whole retreat was gone. <laughs> their heads started figuring, should I get the ice cream first? Then come back for the dinner. To get, it's like... Everyone's strategy kicked right in. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll see you guys.
I'm going to take off. Mike, Michael is going to probably stay in the room, eh? Richard, nice to see you, Rich. London. Zoe's there. Zoe's, uh, yeah, she's up against the wall, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I've had that said to me a few times. So, uh, <laughs> I think Mike, what's, uh, Mike is the one that does all the work here. He's left. <laughs> He's left already. But we're going to, there'll be, I think the room will stay open. And listen, I hope to see you again. We'll be back Tuesdays, uh, Wednesdays and Saturdays for these talks and Tuesdays and Thursdays for recovery. And uh, yeah, I'm really happy that we get this opportunity to get together. Uh, I hope you get more than I do out of it because I get nothing, but hopefully you get more. So good to see you, Sharon and Mickey and everyone else. So take care. See you. Bye-bye. Mike, I'll talk later, whenever. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, oh, you're Paul. welcome. Thanks so Thank much. You. Yeah. Thanks, donate, Paul. donate crazily.